Welcome to season three of the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. I'm Kim, and I play Flossie Lee. You don't need to space the baby. Here's Steve, and he plays Dr. Arthur Ezekiel III. Maybe this isn't a good idea. This is Christy. She plays Rin Hudson. I have killed men for less than that. Here's James. He plays Hentel. I mean, I've used it. It's pretty nice. I mean, it doesn't match these magic fingers, but it's pretty good. And this is Chad. He plays Gideon, Nyko, and Wade. I have, I have fans like Coral. Let the chaos begin. So welcome to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast, uh, where last time we were, the Irritated Badger and us were drifting in the darkness of space space in front of a Union Space Corps space station uh, that has all of its weapons trained on us, and they are conferring with command to see whether or not they want to let us back on the space station because we told them that one of our crew members snuck out of cryostasis and is most likely on their space station. There we were, balls deep in the darkness of space. (laughs) Pretty much. Balls deep in a Unidor donut. As many times as you say that, I am still not going to make it an episode title. (laughs) Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted, right? (laughs) Why are you stepping on my dreams, Chad? I'm a therapist. It's what I do. No shit. There was balls deep in Steve's dreams. <laughs> Just going stomp, stomp, stomp. It does get weird. Yeah, it does get yeah. weird. But that's the point of it. Now I'm going to spend the rest of the night thinking about James's balls. No, but what? You no. too. It's a common affliction. <laughs> now, now Kim's going to spend the rest of the episode thinking about James's balls. No, probably not. No, I won't. <laughs> Don't think about James's balls. Okay. (laughs) Achievement unlocked. You're going to get a weird text message tonight when you're half asleep. James's balls. (laughs) Put my softy balls in your mouth. South Park reference. Oh, yeah. Oh, chef, before they fired him for being chef. Tense moments pass as apparently the guy has to go up the uh, chain of command. And let's see. And then the uh, then the comms crackle back to life as the station. The guy in ops gets back on the line. Uh, the comms. Sure. Because ships, because you talk about ships and nautical stuff, you have to use different words because they have to be fucking special. Have you been drinking? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I've been drinking and thinking about James's balls all night. All night? 
all night long. All night. <laughs> I'm glad we all went there. So the so the dude gets back on the comms. And he abides. Well, let's see. So last time you had Yeah, I forget what lie we told this guy. Or did we go with the truth? No, you blended the Try truth. Try a you, novel idea, right? You blended the truth with a lie and just said this dude was a crew member and he was very ill, which is why he was in cryostasis, and he ended up wandering around your space station. Uh, so the guy on the comms, uh, he says, so they believe you because you rolled high enough on, on the bluff check. Uh, but he says, so, um, all right. The, uh, you know what? Hold on. Let me <coughs> let me confer with our chaos contributors. Yes. Hold on. I need a name of an NPC. Heywood Jablomi. Uh, I need a better name for an NPC. Irritated Badger, this is Commander Purvel. Over. Commander Purvel, this is Irritated Badger. Stop making fun of my voice. Sorry, it's a habit. My normal voice is like this. <laughs> but I have to I go back up. to the other voice. I have to cover up. I'm sorry. So I understand that you left a crew member on our space station. Well, left implies intent, and that is not the case. He may or may not have snuck out of cryostasis while our everything was broken. Well, what is your crew member's major malfunction, then? <laughs> we didn't talk about what we were going to say and lie through our teeth about what was wrong with him, so... Well, Hental's going to have to come up with something out of his ass. He's got spurpees, and it's gone to the brain. Wait, is that spiffalus? Doc, is that spiffalus? Spiffalus. Spiffalus. We need to get him off of the station before he contaminates anything. Holy shit. He has stage three spiffalus. Yes. Yes. He's biting people in the face. His sneezes get into the air vents. It's going to be. Just get him. We can get out of the whole. It's going to be as contagious as COVID-19 from 2020 Earth. Okay. (laughs) We're all going to die. That level. Oh, wow. Venus still hasn't recovered from that. Yeah. And humans weren't even on Venus then. (laughs) I know. Mother of God. That's just how contagious it was. No shit. There was balls deep in a pandemic. (laughs) Son, did I lose you there for a minute? (laughs) A little bit. Well, don't you worry. We'll we'll put out a search for him. You just stay right there. And if we find him, uh, we'll we'll send him out to you. Appreciate that. If you want to cryotube him and launch him to us, that would be super awesome. If not, we can dock and give you one but yeah, i think we'll send a ship out instead of launching a cryo tube into space for you to pick them up <laughs> seems completely reasonable i'm a hell of a pilot <laughs> tractor what? beams engaged what operation did you say you're with independent contractor <laughs> figures all right you just sit tight and they cut comms okie dokie so we're just we're just sitting here Whoa. so how long do we wait before we leave without him? Gideon says there's a highly unstable psychic individual on that space station. What do you think is going to happen? And do we wait here for the bad things to happen? Well, That's what I'm asking. Like, how long do we wait until we decide that perhaps it's not good? Right. The, <laughs> good news, the vacuum of space is a wonderful insulator. We are protected from everything going on on that station. Well, well, Hensel, didn't you say that we needed to get him because you needed to do something to yeah, him? Yeah, there's a whole process. Um, we do need to get him. Um, 
Flossie is posing a good question. How long do we wait? Uh, aren't the honey badgers small enough to kind of slip by radar a little bit? Sensors kind well, of. Well, on the on the honey badger too, I can, yeah, I, I can uh, mess with their signal. I can I can mask our signal. Like they won't be able to detect us if we send. If I mean, if we go in there, we leave the ship here, so they think we're still waiting. That might be the way to go. We've got the foothold. So, who wants to go board a ship? Combat Zeke, are you down? As he's like, I, I need something to do, guys. I don't do well in space combat. And he's like, he's coming in in the helm. He's got like a half bowl, uh, a half uh, eaten bowl of oatmeal. It's okay, like she's not even gone. <laughs> okay. What? Sticks to your ribs. Guess who keeps making the oatmeal? You? That's not for you, kitty. That is the weirdest name ever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, leave that part in. No! <laughs> the, what, the part where Kim's new pussy keeps trying to eat the pizza? That's it. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> Watch out, it's tea? spicy. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Never again. Never again. <laughs> yeah, so who's going to go try to board... Space station with me. Gideon puts a finger on his nose. Yep, what? finger on so nose. Does Zeke. Come on, what are you even doing? Not what it. Is that? that means not it. Yeah, that means we're safe on board the irritated bag. The last person to do it has what to do hell? it. The last person to do it has to do it. But I, I didn't even know what you were doing. I've never seen anybody do that. What the hell? What are you three? It works. No, yeah. it doesn't. I'm not going. Yeah, neither am I. You're on your own, dude. <laughs> you don't want to go on board a Union Space Vessel? Union Space Space no. Station? So then put your finger on your nose. Yeah, hurry up before, before Hental does. I'm already going. He's already oh. going. And I'm taking Combat Zeke with me. Who? That's his new name. Combat Zeke. Combat Zeke. <laughs> we have Medical Zeke and we have Combat Zeke. We also have Crazy Zeke. Why can't he be Medical Ezzy? Because Ezzy is a terrible... I'm still upset about you Ezzy. guys calling me Zeke all the time. Hey, shut up. I'm talking. Fuck you. Ezzy can call him <laughs> medical Ezzy, but we knew Zeke first. Therefore, all the clones are going to be referenced. Ezzy's like, guys, I think we're losing focus. We are. We should go... Like, I need you to go in there with me, and we're going to go find our psychic wayward friend. Okay. All right, let's go. All right. So you and, and Combat Zeke are going to go hunt down psychic Zeke. Yeah. Are you going to take psychic Flossie? She said, I'm on my own, so she's not going. What about Combat Flossie? Did you ask Combat Flossie? <laughs> no clone of Flossie, bro. Yeah, Thank you. God. <laughs> At the moment? Wait, wait. Gideon's like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. So if if you're able to, to catch him, to catch Crazy Zeke, and uh, subdue him, he might need a doctor. Stop volunteering me for shit. I'm just saying. God, take did Linda. You, didn't you take an oath or something? To like help people if they had the insurance? Can I tell you it's the hypocritic oath and not the Hippocratic oath? Wait, if you take your finger off your nose and somebody else puts it on, does that fix no, it? No, it doesn't count. Damn. So, but focus, guys. Jeez. All right, guys, guys, I'm out. Deuces. So we Get in. Re reconfigure the sensors on the way to the shuttle. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead or and space do that. Sta space station? Space station. Shuttle. He's not going I'm to taking the shuttle to the space station. Are you taking medical Zeke with you? Like 
Medical Zeke's a bitch. I have combat. Oh Zeke. crap! I just realized if if we're gonna be if we're gonna baffle their their systems, I'm gonna have to be on there to do the. Uh. Are we leaving well, Flossie by no herself shit. on the irritated badger? That's a bad idea. Right, because she doesn't think she's here alone. Gideon reaches into uh, like his like a a, we love you, Flossie, a zippered pocket in his jumpsuit, and he 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 pulls out a little disc, and he tosses it to you, Hental, and says, "That's a holographic projector. If we need Zeke, he can like be there and on the ship. He can remote in." Yay! VPN. Well, you get to stay on the ship and be safe, with all the the space station's guns pointed right at you. As opposed to being on the space station with all of the soldiers' guns pointed at Yes, yeah, so well, once they find out what we left on their space station, they may just blow the ship out of space. And since I am virtually indistinguishable from the person they're trying to kill, maybe I am better off here on the ship. Good call. I like your hollow, your hollow projector. As he thinks for a second and says, well, wait a minute, maybe I need to think this through. No. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm going to pull out a baklava and pull it over him. You're good. You just look super tactical. I have my own. Oh. Did you just put a Persian pastry over his head? Not baklava. <laughs> Balaklava. Oh, oh, shit. Okay. Play Call of Duty, ninja bitch. Mask, bro. Right. Right. You just called it a ninja it's mask. It's tactical. It's tactical. Nice. Well, that's half the episode. All right. <laughs> Wait, does Combat Ezzy have stun of shades? I need to know. Yes. Thank you. Here's hoping nothing goes wrong with the hollow projector. He, he puts on his combat grade sunglasses. What are they like aviators? Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. It's aviators or Oakleys. It's one of the so he's other. wearing he's a picked. balaclava. Uh he's wearing uh scrubs. Yep. A balaclava, scrubs, and aviator sunglasses. And tactical gear. Right? Yeah, he looks ridiculous Gideon give him your bomber jacket no why terrible idea so that tactical there's a lot of sentimental value with this jacket but it would complete his look I don't give a shit about his fashion I don't think he gives a shit about you got don't you guys need to find a clone before the the army finds me right fine let's go you said you were I'm just but I'm staying on the shuttle that's fine via (sighs) Gundios all right break all right so Good lord! So everybody but Zeke is going, and Flossie, and, and Flossie Flossie's not hit. going. Flossie she stayed on the walked ship. Away. Oh, Flossie. like you guys are fucking nuts. So you're not going to the shuttle. You're just no. Oh, okay, great. So she's hiding on she the irritated weird. badger. Okay, <laughs> Hental, Gideon, Gideon and Combat Ezzy. Combat Zeke. Oh, Jesus Christ, Ezzy gets Combat on the Zeke. shuttle. <laughs> which which honey badger is it? Not the one with the med bay. You don't want to take the med bay. Mm. You might want to take the problem is is the so we're picking up the crazy guy, but the other Fentac are in the cryo tube in the med bay, and they are only in the med bay as far as I was aware. Right? We could so move them out them, of the, we could move them out of the med bay into no. We're taking the one without the med as bay. He, as he's like, how about I just knock him unconscious, and when we get back to the ship, we throw him in a cryo tube. See, problem solver right there. Combat Zeke solves problems. Medical Zeke. Just create some. Hey, as he says, on the way to the the shuttle, uh, is there an armory I can get to? I don't. Where's Rin's quarters? That would be the closest thing we have to an armory. Uh, you, as you're walking down the hallway, you point out her quarters. He, you let her in. He goes in. You let him in. He goes in, and and in a couple of minutes, he comes out with like 
big gun, like a bandolier of like various things, and he looks like loaded to bear. I like, <laughs> I like the idea that she has like taken a label maker and labeled this one big gun. Bigger gun. <laughs> Bigger gun. That's Not as big much gun. what they are. Yeah. <laughs> Small gun. Mm-hmm. Puny gun. Sneaky gun. I like it. All right, let's go to uh, HB2, because that one doesn't have the medical bay. Right. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And get rolling. Or you Flying. Know, cruising. Zooming. Not necessarily. Give me some dice. Let's see how this goes. All right. What am I rolling for? You're not rolling for anything. Oh, Gideon's okay. rolling. Actually, if you want to roll dice for Gideon. Sure. What uh, am I rolling for Gideon? Just roll 10d6. 10d6? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Damn. I got to roll for the space station. Wait, because he's near me, does he get uh, another bonus d6? Yes. Ah! I'm not giving the space station 10 dice. The space station can go fuck itself. But the space station's within 30 feet of Hintal. The space uh, station the space is not an ally. Not an ally. Yeah. 16, oh. thank you. Or 6, 12. Four. 35. All right, so just barely beats the space station. Huzzah! All right, you are one. So... You'll manage to you manage to fly Honey Badger two out, uh, undock from the Badger, and fly towards the space station without alerting anybody who's watching Bob and the weave. Bob and Weave. Yeah, who's watching Nav? All right, so Hental, where are you parking this baby? Um, <laughs> where are you parking the beef bus? <laughs> Where's the beef? Uh, I don't know. Where do you guys think would be a good spot? Like uh, we inside the station. We, do we want to get inside or do we want to like dock inconspicuously on the outside near, I don't know, like an airlock or something? Well, we can clamp near an airlock and then, well, you can clamp near an airlock and then spacewalk and try to open the airlock from the other side. Or can't we just dock right over the airlock and go that way? And I mean, we could, it, it might alert them if a airlock suddenly opened. Well, then we're stuck either way. We could, we could, uh, not weld, cut, cut. We can cut our way in. Can you trick the system into thinking the airlock is still closed, even though it's open? I mean, well, I could do pretty much anything if it's involving computers. Okay. So I'll see what I can do. All right. Let's see if we can do that. And then we'll make our decision. So we need right. to know what we can do. Roll we 10 dice fire. again. All right, let me pick my not loser dice. Two, four, six, eight, ten. And that's nothing against them. They just rolled poorly this round. Oh, wait, 11, because you're within me. <laughs> See what I did there? See what I did there? You're welcome for my service. All right, so that's a 10. That's a, that was a six. Get back here. I grabbed you. That's a 20. That is a 30. 33. 36. 39, 41. Gideon gets a 41 on his computer attempt. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's able to fool the system. James, I don't want to, you know, like, contradict don't you. Don't touch. It just what? looked like a 43. All right, so it's 10, 20, 30. don't matter at this point. Uh, five. Oh, no, you're right. No, because one of these was a two. One of these should have been a two. Wasn't it? All right. So Gideon says, okay, so I, I'm able to spoof the door and I can also make it sloppy Joe day in the galley. You should do both of those things and bonus foot rub. If you 
find a way to get them to leave Sloppy Joe's outside this airlock. I'll see what I can do. Ooh, ooh, are you going to do like that thing they do in the movies where you find a couple of soldiers, then knock them out and take their uniforms? I was thinking about it. I mean. Yeah, as he's like, yeah, that's actually a pretty good idea. Yeah, it's not bad. He's, yeah. He gets his moments. Oh. All right. Okay. He's like, cool. Match into the camera so you can watch us. Be our overwatch. All right, so y'all are clamped onto the side of the station. The airlock opens. Uh, you make your way through. So there, there's like that that temporary like queasiness as you're stepping off of the shuttle, which is you know pointing up and down, and you're stepping onto the space station. The airlock, so the gravity lurches, <laughs> like it's gonna do. Yeah, like it do. Yeah, it just takes a, a second to adjust to gravity shift, and you're on. The Union Space Corps space station. Do I hear any alarms going off? Not yet. Perfect. All right. Uh, hey, Combat Zeke. Let's go find some guards so we can steal some uniforms and look like the locals. I really wish you wouldn't call me that. <sighs> what should I call you that's equally as cool? Ezzy. I said equally that's as me. cool. Arthur Ezekiel the Fourth. I like it. Turn off the hollow projector. Combat A's. A's? A's. Number, ace. number four. Combat ace. A's? Fine. No. All right. Fine. Ezzy. Let's go find some guards to render unconscious and steal uniforms. Okay. And at this point, the intercom comes on and a, a computerized voice comes on and announces sloppy joes are going to be served in the galley for lunchtime. Sweet. Oh, wait. We knew that. <laughs> I have a thing for Sloppy Joe's. On a related note, all the bathrooms are operational. No. All right. So as he's like, all right, let's let's find some soldiers and get this get this over with. All right, let's go. Okay, so give me All right, give you. So you're look you're searching. You're searching for soldiers that are about you and Ezzy's size. Right. So give me some kind of seeking or awareness role. Uh combined can, with can i teach as no how to you do can't this? fucking teach him to do anything uh combine that with uh i guess intuition fortune telling because i have nothing that's searching or searching seeking tracking related but I have fortune telling. I'm fascinated by this. Why do you have fortune telling? It came with the performer uh, career that I picked. It was just a list of these. Fortune you get these. telling comes with the performer. I believe so, yeah. So you can do his Miss Cleo compre- uh, impression. Huh. Miss I can, Cleo I can read your palm. I can do some it's tarot. Like a fortune telling chiropractor. And tell your future. Okay. And I'm going to read my own palm. I'm just sit there in front of Ezzy <laughs> staring at my hand. <laughs> Looking a little ridiculous. <laughs> Drool is coming out the left corner of my mouth. Why are you staring at your hand? Shh. No. Just, oh my god. Give me an intuition roll, James. All right. Do I get any bonus for my space station knowledge uh, ability? No, because you're looking for soldiers in your size. Uh, I'm parsing through the masses. Yeah. yeah this isn't like navigating through it. You're looking for something in it. Can I use? Might I be able to use either escape artist, disguise, or appraisal for this? Because I'm appraising. I'm trying to disguise. 
disguise will come when you find I'm uh, a suitable victim. Sizes, no. And I'm attempting to escape detection. No. Just roll just roll intuition. You are, however, within 30 feet of Hental, so give yourself an extra time. <laughs> <laughs> what? He is. Isn't that now the rule? 14. 14? 14. My intuition is a dice pool of three. All right. So we'll call that. If if you want to succeed, we can succeed at a cost. Hental manages to find two soldiers that are wearing uniforms and that they can subdue and take their uniforms. What's the catch? They're high enough rank that everyone on the ship knows the people. <laughs> They're officers. That's... that's- they're that high-ranking officers, actually. Yeah. They're not like the 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 station command because obviously, as you go up the ranks, the more people know you. But they're like, uh, all right. So if we're gonna say the station is a brigade commander, uh, battalion falls below brigade. So yeah, they're gonna be like battalion level. Like they they report directly to the the brigade commander, the the, the station commander. So their entire department recognizes them. We just see two guys out there. Things look shiny. No, as he as he was raised by Union Space Corps. Yeah, I mean, he, would he would recognize rank he would recognize rank, yeah, but but know. we don't know. This station could be full of uh, fucking colonels and lieutenant commanders. That's a common. Thing. You find people in uniform. You go and you go to subdue them. And I think it would be really interesting if you were disguised as soldiers. So we're just going to say you succeed. All right. And so you. Okay, so actually, James, describe to me how Hental and Ezzy subdue subdue these two battalion commanders. Well, they're let's be honest. PT goes out the window when you hit a certain rank. They just don't care anymore. So realistically, they're just slow boating it, chit chatting. You know, they're not even paying attention. People are running by them. They're just like talking and uh, bullshit and talk about coffee. People staying off the grass. There's no grass in sight. They just still bitch about it. Um, and um. It's an army thing. Uh, so they're just bitching about it. And uh, as he sneaks up behind one and starts choking him out, and the other one gets ready to yell, and I uh, I kick him in the dick. And he goes, ah! and I kick him in the dick again and let as he finish choking out homeboy to choke out this guy. I just keep him distracted by kicking him in the dick. My combat skills are nil. It's a bunch of dick kicks. I'm just wondering if James thinks a lot about kicking an officer in the dick. <laughs> There's been a time of three. Yeah. Been a I, think, three. I think James oh. is still carrying a little bit of resentment for his time in the service. Better. Once an officer, one is a like senior enlisted. Okay. So like sergeant major and a battalion commander type deal. You know what I mean? Okay. Think of, uh, you ever seen We Were Soldiers? No. Seriously? It's a good movie. You should check it out. Okay. Never mind. If it's not, Do- if Doc McStuffins hasn't sewed it together or the Power Rangers have kicked its ass, I don't, I haven't seen it in a while. Oh, oh. Very, very relatable to the relationship between Alpha Five and Zordon, though. Okay. What? Just moving on. Okay, so so as he chokes a guy out, Hental kicks a guy in the dick till he passes out. No, until as he can <laughs> choke him out. Uh, just keep him distracted, distracted with dick. Kicks. I feel like I feel like that much strain would probably knock him out for you. Yeah, now there's going to be an embarrassing I stain. <laughs> All right, and you drag him off to a, a darkened corner, and you guys no. put on worse by the put on their uniforms. 
And so you guys come out, come out of the, I guess, whatever closet or whatever, and making sure that your uniforms are on and you're good to go. All right, Ezzy, let's go do this. All right. All right. Uh, we're on a space station and I know where I'm going, kind of, because I can't get lost in the space station. If you were a crazy ass clone, where would you be? Well, I want to get to the docking bay where the, the irritated badger docked at because I want to start from the point of origin, essentially, and okay. work my way out. So you're going to try to track him? I'm going to get to the docking bay and let Ezzy track him. Well, think about what you already know about psychics. He's probably in the ventilation shafts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's a psychic thing? Is that what we're doing? Racist! You're a racist! Psychic is not a race. I'm a not classist. A yet. You make your way to the docking bay that the badger was at. And so I'm, I'm wondering, so Hantal's wearing the uniform of an officer in the Union Space Corps. No, I'm the Master Chief. Then uh, Ezzy is the officer. Okay. All right. I was just wondering if you were like, Hental was tempted to pull rank on people and just make them do shit. But I wouldn't pay attention to my rank at that rate. I okay. Ezzy hasn't told me what rank we are. We just grabbed some uniforms. Okay. So <laughs> if you ask him, Ezzy just looks at your insignia and says, you should do what I say. Oh, okay. All right. So you get to the docking bay, and I guess Ezzy's going to try to track, which he actually has tracking because Boom, he's freaking competent. How do you inspire him? You can do it! <laughs> 80s power ballad? Oh, I'm going to find somebody that is lower ranking. Just, hey, you! Do fucking push-ups until I get tired! And just it's going to come out of nowhere. And he's like, what the fuck? But he's going to be inspired to succeed. <laughs> Okay. Do push-ups until I get tired? Yeah. <laughs> you haven't been in the army, obviously. Obviously. 32. So, yeah. So he's yeah, he's right. he's looking around. He's like, "Okay, so I'm seeing Yeah, that's uh like a little torn swatch of clothing and says, "That's uh looks like that's from Scrubs." We should follow those clues. Well, I mean, I don't think he's unraveling as we're going, but oh, we're definitely, right. he Obviously. definitely went this way. Okay, Raggy. Okay. If you want <laughs> to destroy my sweater. Right. So that way? Yeah. Let's All go right. this way. Okay. What we're going to do then is you're, you're wandering around as he is helping to locate in the show. Well, he's, he's saying like what direction they're in and you knowing what, you know, you're the expert on space stations. Like, Oh, so that's most likely this area. Okay. And so, but it also branches to this area. And then as he's like, uh, he'd probably go to the place that has the fewer people. So you can kind of between the two of you guesstimate uh, a direction about where blind he's going. Leading the blind. Yes. Boom. Yes. I want you to give me a luck roll. Okay. All right. So I got 15. Is that enough to get lucky? Do the sixes explode? No. No, no, no. You only got 15? Okay, so... Only 15? You are in a very precarious like situation. bigger than that I could get. 16, 17, and 18. That's it. Yeah. Anyway, but it's not It's not instantly fatal. So you're, you guys are walking down the hallway, <laughs> and this soldier comes yeah, running up explode. behind you guys, and he's, uh, he's, he's addressing Ezzy. And he says, Commander Chatwick, Commander Chatwick, uh, I, 
I got a question for you. As he just turns around, because, you know, it's right. instinct. And he goes, you're not Commander Chatwick. Hedden Hentall can do one action right now. If you fuck it up, you're made. Is this a lower ranking? Obviously. Like, has has he given me kind of the general breakdown of rank structure at this rate? Yes. This is a private. And uh, are you looking at his name tag? Yes. Snuffy. I'm going to turn around and yell at Private Snuffy without missing a beat. Knife handing. (laughs) Not the knife hand. So close to him that he can't read my name tag. So I'm like in his face. Is, how tall is Private Snuffy? Hentall's pretty tall. So you're a bit shorter. I mean, he's a bit shorter than you. So I'm going to be up in his face, looking down at him slightly. Because, you know, if, uh, I'm going to imagine his forehead or his nose is about at my uh, forehead at nose height. Yeah, my my nose is between his eyes right now. Okay, That's about how high he is. Wow. You get that close. Yes. Okay. And I'm just going to start screaming, fucking Snuffy, what the fuck are you doing? I'm not going to give him a chance to fucking talk, just yelling. The fuck are you doing, Snuffy? How the fuck dare you talk to him that way? Do you know the fuck this is? Turn your fucking ass around and you run. Goddamn, what the fuck are you still doing here? I told you 30 goddamn minutes. What the fuck out of here? What the fuck is wrong with you? Goddamn, I will rip your goddamn head. And just start rolling into a, a litany of like vulgarity and threats of murder and rape. And <laughs> what? It works in the military. It's a thing. I will literally <laughs> shit down your neck and skull fuck you to death. James fuck is reliving some stuff right now. So you're, give, you're give me an therapist. intimidation roll. <laughs> Do I get a bonus for the uniform and all that? No, I think this allows you to make the roll. You should use teaching. You're teaching him a thing or three. <laughs> I'm going to teach your ass through fucking muscle memory, you goddamn son of a bitch. Fuck you think you're doing walking up to a goddamn colonel like that. Who the fuck do you think you are? Now carry this plant to replace all the goddamn oxygen you're wasting. Where's your fucking ID card? Show me the fucking color of your goddamn socks. Do you know what fucking color those are? Go collect spaceship exhaust samples. Fucking white goddamn uniforms orange, you son of a bitch. That's a lot to unpack. 36. Yeah, you you give him a a stern dressing down and he he just... Basically, he says, yes, sir. And then he just turns around and just runs. As he's running, don't fucking call me, sir. I got that work for a motherfucking living, you son of a bitch. And he just runs. Yeah, actually, he probably, like, like uh, he runs so fast that the, the, the sliding door doesn't have a chance to open all the way. And he slams into it, and he backs up, and then he just runs now, out. He's a private. He's used to it. So he knows as he gets to the door, he jumps kind of like not like a leap by any means, but he jumps and turns sideways. So he fits through the door as it's opening. The first and last word out of your out of your filthy cock holster will be, sir. Do you understand me? That's terrible. If they're fucking enlisted, you don't do that. It's wrong response. Apparently, Steve has seen Full Metal Jacket a few times. Actually, just twice. So you. okay? so crisis averted. Yay! As he just kind of he looks at you, he's just giving you this look, like he's amazed. Been in the military before. You have? Well, long time ago. Okay, and, and you're you're going down hallways more and more and more, and eventually you get you get through some doors and you see like a few armed soldiers kind of running through the hallway, and uh, you know saying it's like I think we found him, and he's you know you know you hear like on their. Uh, comms the my space walkie talkies i don't know just walkie talkies the, the spray oh god 
I can't even. I, Spadio. Drop no, the R. I can't, no, no. Drop the R. No. They're comms, Spadio. okay? They're comms. Well, you hear over their comms. But then what do we call the bombs? <laughs> the same thing. Because variety is the spice that of life. That would be terrible in the military <laughs> well, it's to the confuse spoms mi- and spoms. It's the, it's the military. Well, I mean, right. Not the spoms, you son of a bitch, the spoms! The other ones. Realistically, comms is short for communication, so it's right. communication, so it's spoms. Spoms. Okay. And, and then you, you don't really have spoms, you have explosives. Exactly. <laughs> so, so you hear noise coming out of their spoms. So you hear over their comms, their communication devices... That uh, apparently they're they're running towards an individual who has already taken out two soldiers and should be approached with extreme caution. As he looks at you and says, "You think that's our guy?" It's a safe bet. We we should probably follow. Let's go. Manamana. Don't mosey. We need a jog. Come on. We're higher level command elements here. We don't jog. What if they get there before we do and they shoot him? Mm, unlikely. You saw how many people it, it took to put him down. I was on a gurney. Okay. Never mind. He'll be fine. Dreaming Trust about me. large women. So you, I guess you officer mosey <laughs> over to where the danger is. Yeah, you let the... You- you let the grunts deal with the danger. You come in afterwards like you're in charge. Yeah, and and so you eventually get, because they outran you, and you eventually get to where you assume that they were going. And you step in through a, another door you know, as he pushes some buttons and the doors open. Uh, and you duck just in time as a private goes flying out of the room and slams into the wall and slams You better wipe out. that fucking stain off my wall! As he's looking inside the room, he's like, uh, he taps you on the shoulder, points in, and there's uh, there's Senor Crazy Pants in there, uh, surrounded by pieces of grunts, and he's, uh, like, the walls are vibrating? And he's just looking very distressed. Um, he's, he's, he's looked like he's had better days. That is believable. He's clutching his head and screaming things in various languages, mostly saying get out. Other stuff is just unintelligible gibberish. Perfect. This is ideal scenario. Yeah. He starts clawing in his brain. And he's just yelling for somebody to get this out of him. I'm going to go ahead and uh, wander on up to him slowly, showing hands that I don't have a weapon. You approach him. And slowly, you said. Yeah. Um, hmm. Let's see here. Do you have any skills related to, and maybe not necessarily psychology, but like keeping people calm? Fortune telling, storytelling? Well, I think leadership, I mean, like you can, you know, kind of assert yourself as some kind of a authority and say, you need to stay calm. I know what I'm doing. I can help you kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. So give me a, a, a leadership role then. Um, six, 12, 18, 22. Okay. So you, you're able to get close enough. Like if you reached out, you stretch out your hand all the way. You could touch him, but you get close enough at this point. And he's just, I mean, you get close. Like you can feel like the air is just a, a buzz with energy 
I mean, you can just feel the, the waves of power coming off of him and just how little in control he is. I'm going to like, uh, he's crouched at, like he's on the ground, right? Yeah. He's, he's on, he's on his knees and he's like clutching at his head right now. Okay. Um, I'm going to actually like reach out and like grab his shoulders like firmly, but not like, what the fuck's wrong with you? But like, Hey, I'm here. You're good type deal. So, so you, you do that and he, he's startled at that and he, he's looking up at you and he's like, don't touch me. I hurt people who touch me. I know. I, I know you can, you know what I am, right? I, yeah. Okay. You know what has to happen now, right? We need you to sleep. It hurts. Yeah. It's going to. I you can't. Need- no, I can't sleep. There's uh, there's something in me. It's too important. I can't. You need to. Otherwise, you'll both die. In a in a voice that you haven't really heard come out of him, just he just stops, gets really calm, and he says, death is temporary. And then he just goes back to freaking out. He's like, no, I, this is the message. The message is filling up my head and I can't get it to stop message. Yes. I, you, you're, you're like me. Yes. Uh, okay. Can you, you said you can help me. Can you take this from me? I can the message. Yes. Yes. He touches you on the forehead. And next thing you know, you're you're just your vision's clouded by like these flashes of unintelligible stimulus. It, it's very distracting to you. Um, it actually has you reeling a bit. Like you get flashes of images and impressions and emotional stuff that you can't make any sense out of. Um, and the next thing you know, Ezzy has you grabbed under the arms and he's pulling you backwards and says, "I think we need to go." And your head clears enough, and you look and you see uh, old handsome. And he's like, he's still clutching his head and he's screaming and just various things in the room start shattering and things start vibrating more and, and then everything just stops and he looks up at you and he says, carry the message. And then a huge explosion rips through the room and actually rips a hole in the hull and exposes you to the vacuum of space. Perfect. Yes. So what would you like to do? Uh, how close are we to the door to the room that is not the hole in the hull? If you roll high enough, you can get the other side of it. What door. do I need to roll to roll? Like, what, what traits am I using? Yes, that would be a agility and athletics roll. Or acrobatics or some physical skill. Or you could just be really lucky. Zero G? It's not zero G yet. Like you're being sucked out of a vacuum. I mean, I'll allow it because part of zero, part of zero G training is probably how to get the fuck away from a vacuum. What to do if being pulled in by vacuum? <laughs> Remember your training. Part of scuba training you will come involves home what to do if your regulator fails. Yeah. That would really suck yeah, to not th- be taught what I think to the, do. I think the happens. most important lesson in zero-G training is how to avoid being in zero-G. Um, I got an 18. You want to spend a oh, luck wait. point? Oh, wait. I didn't. I had a six, and I used a luck die, so they explode, right? Yes, they do. 24. They okay. continue to explode. 28. Okay. So you run, you and Ezzy both haul ass out of this room and you leap out 
and as he has the presence of mind to slam the the door closure button and it slides shut right before you know right before everything in that room gets sucked out into vacuum and now alarms are going off and the space station's on alert because there's been a hull breach in certain sector and as he's as he looks at you he says I think we need to get out of here. That's probably a good idea. Yes. Let's run away. Yes. And we will see what happens next time. Thank you for listening to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. For information on how to connect to our Patreon, Twitter, and Instagram, please go to chaoticgoodnesspodcast.com. We are a proud part of the Nerdsmith Network. Find more information about lots of other nerdy entertainment at nerdsmith.com. Our show is sponsored by World Anvil and Die Hard Dice. Use our Die Hard Dice discount by typing console as your checkout code and receive 15% off your next order. Thank you once again and join us again for more chaos.